Today's episode of Titus and Tate is brought to you by Discover. Want to hear something amazing? Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically. With no limit on how much you can earn, how amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the U.S. to take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report. Limitations apply. On today's episode of Titus and Tate, that sound you hear is Tate Frazier backtracking from all da, 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 his, da. He's, he's, he's sweeping up all the confetti in his living room that he popped mm. with the, the through in the air when uh, he thought that North Carolina was going to the SEC. It's off. It's not happening. Or is it? I don't know. Um, we, we have the newest development in conference realignment is that the ACC, much yes. to the, much to the uh, chagrin of Tate Frazier, mm. may be an alliance. We, we, <laughs> what are we doing? Why are we why are we going down to second tier? I don't understand. The ACC could be free. They could be on their own. They could figure this out. They already own the East Coast, the best yep. market in sports. But now, like you said, they're trying to bring in the Midwest. They're trying to bring in the West Coast. And I'm, I'm not upset about it, but I am a little disappointed. You know, yeah. I, I, I wanted the SEC. I, I wanted to chant that. I wanted to dominate. But it's good now. Now we're but all also, together. Now, now we're all on the same side. Also, is does this mean anything? Does it not? Uh, it's an alliance. Mm. What does that even mean? Is uh, I, I I saw Paul Feinbaum is basically saying this is not like uh, we'll talk about that because his reaction was hilarious. This was like yeah. This was like I'm not bothered by this at all, and I'm going to spend the next 25 to 45 minutes talking, Talk, to you. talking about why I am a little bit bothered by why this. this yeah. Does, yeah, why this? <laughs> uh, but yeah, we'll we'll uh, we'll hash it out and have some fun talking about that. Also, the summer summer league's still going on, is it not? NBA yes. summer league. Um, yes. I don't know uh, who cares at this point. We're mm-hmm. we are two of the biggest summer league fans on earth, and I feel like day three of summer league, I'm like, all right, that's enough. It's kind of over. Yeah, I mean, it, it really is the first two games. It, it is it's all first impressions, and then people decide who's good, who's not good. And then, like we've seen over the years, you know, Anthony Randolph tore up summer league. Everyone said he's the chosen one, and you know, I mean, granted, he had a great career overseas, but it's not always one to one. A lot of people right now are saying Cam Thomas is the future. He leads Summer League in scoring 27 points. But is he? That's the question we'll ask today, and we'll run through all those names. So it'll be fun. Yeah, not not a lot to talk about for being completely honest. <laughs> yeah. not, a, not a lot going on in the world of sports, but uh, thankfully the the college landscape will always be that, that is a content gold mine mm. for as long as uh yeah. as long as we're doing a show, we can always just uh just look at the conference realignment mm-hmm. stuff and be like, hmm, what's happening mm. next? So uh, we'll talk about that a little bit, see where else this goes. But first Woody Durham. ACC Big Ten uh, reunion, union, alliance, whatever. Merger. 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 Uh, it's coming up, but uh, we got to talk about what we were talking about off air before, uh, before we jump <laughs> on this thing, which is uh, we, we jump on the Zoom call. Yeah. And <laughs> the first thing out of Tate's mouth is I just got Charger season tickets. Yes. And I just wanted, I just said, stop right there. Let's talk about this on the show, please. Yeah. So explain what is going on. Are you okay? Is this a cry for help? Uh, what, what, what happened? 
Yeah. Yeah. How do we get here? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. How do we get here? I, uh, you know, it's one of those things where if you live in North Carolina, you've been very privy to Chargers football, you know, over the years because Phillip Rivers, the NC State quarterback, the gunslinger himself, you know, I've been watching him uh, with San Diego LT, the second LT, uh, you know, back to like 2005, Marty Schottenheimer days. So I've always been like, you know, tangentially a fan of the Chargers. Right. And then Keenan Allen from Greensboro, North Carolina comes there. He's their top receiver. So they've always had guys that I'm familiar with. Mike Williams from Clemson played him in the ACC. I, I, I'm a fan of the Chargers, but in reality, if you want to be honest about this, I wanted football tickets, right? I wanted to have two tickets to be able to go to whatever game, you know, to whoever's coming in town, the Bears come to town, the Panthers somehow come to town. So I look at the Rams tickets, right? And, I, and I'm going through, you know, checking out price points. And, you know, I'm like, I, I don't really want to drop five grand on season tickets, especially two tickets in the 300 level, you know, get that out of here. And, you know, Sean McVay has all the all the hype and all this sort of stuff. So then I go down, bump down the Chargers, start looking at packages hit up my friend Bryce who used to work for the Hornets, but now works for the chargers. And I, and I'm not even kidding you. I turned on the TV as I'm doing this, Colin Coward, uh, company man moment. Colin Coward is doing the herd and he is talking about the chargers. They are selling season tickets at a premium. They're up 20% uh, over their highest season, you know, sales totals. Uh, and I say to myself, I got, I got to hit up Bryce right now. I sent him a text. I'm like, do we have any 200 level that's, you know, below 3000? He's like, boom, I got these for 1000 a seat for the season. There's also a financing plan. You just have to play, pay $200 today and you get these tickets and you get reserved. I already signed a contract on DocuSign. I'm officially a charger. <laughs> Uh, sign me up. I'm very excited. I can't wait to be at the first game. They're trying to figure out my preseason tickets right now because uh, my tickets are bought for the preseason, but I'm going to get some, we got to go to a game. That's what, that's the All next right, step. We'll, 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 we'll go to a go, game. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're, you brought up preseason to them and they're like, sir, no one has ever asked about preseason. No one <laughs> well, <laughs> never had this problem before. No, we, we didn't realize people actually wanted to come. I, I couldn't be a Rams fan in good faith after I yeah. saw that fight in a preseason game. You know what I mean? Yes, like that, right. that turned me away too. So well, I, was, officially I'm a charger. I was going to ask that was my next question is like, who do you hate the most as a chargers fan? Is it the, mm. the rest of the AFC West or is it the Rams? Who, I think I, I mean, I, I love rivalries, but I think we're just going to have to go outside of L.A. You know what I mean? I think okay. it's the Raiders. I think I hate the Raiders. <laughs> I, I hate the Las Vegas Raiders. I don't know why. My blood is boiling right now as I talk about the, the Las Vegas Raiders. And uh, they can't even come this, to L.A. This is exciting. <laughs> this is exciting. You're going to be uh, before too long. You're mm. going to be saving the Chargers. This is what happened to me when I got the crew season tickets. I've only had season tickets for one professional yeah. ever. And it was a Columbus crew. And uh, I... Uh, uh, bought the season ticket similar to what probably went through your mind. I was like, if I'm going to live in this city, I like sports. I kind of just the idea of having season tickets seems fun. So I, I knew nothing about MLS. I knew nothing about the Columbus crew. Got some mm. season tickets before you know it. I'm a huge fan. Tate. And then I single-handedly saved the franchise multiple yeah. times. Yeah. Can can I save the charges? Yeah, that, that, that's the real question. Because <laughs> I do feel like at some point, you know, the the, the San Diego fans are going to start chirping and saying, "We have an idea. How about we move the Clippers back to San Diego and bring yep. the Chargers back to San Diego?" That feels yep. like a natural progression that happens. Will and then my goal: Will you move with them if they go? To maybe at that point, if I'm 40 years old and I'm still in LA and I'm washed up, I might just go down to San Diego. You know what I mean? Reset. Live by the beach. There are worse things to do with your life. I know. We love it. You and uh, I are like Kawhi Leonard. We're like, we'll just stay in San Diego. It's whatever, nice. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no skin on my Give us the beach. Yeah, I'll take it. Um, 
you don't know we'll say we'll save saving the chargers for a little while in the meantime yeah. let's save college sports Mm. Uh, the, the the big news in college sports, and there's not a lot, is probably that Indiana swept the Serbian professional team in the Bahamas this week. Indiana basketball. And Mike Woodson is uh, absolutely. Oh, that's sorry. huge. That's, that's no, 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 yeah. that's not that's not the story. I'm at, uh, I'm at the big story in college sports right now. Is uh, there's apparently an alliance? That's the word that's being tossed around. An alliance is forming. High level meetings are taking place. Yeah. Um. That's uh, I, I saw that in headlines. The word hyphenated high hyphen level um, meetings are taking place between the ACC, the big 10 and the PAC 12 about forming an alliance, which basically from what I can tell, Tate just means like, we're going to schedule each other. What is yeah. the, like the, the, the idea of what this is still remains unclear to me, but uh, what I think a lot of people like you and I who want just maximum chaos, maximum drama, maximum mm. like, Oh no, he didn't. Oh no. Uh oh. Uh oh. What oh, does yeah. that mean? Yeah. Uh, we are, our minds are jumping ahead and we're saying to ourselves, does this mean that they are basically forming an alliance wherein none of those schools will ever play the SEC and they're just turning mm. their backs on the SEC as a whole? That's where my mind goes. Is that where your mind goes with this? Yeah. It does have that vibe. I mean, I think in, in a perfect world, if we actually had a conversation at the top level, there was an easy solution. It was like once Texas and Oklahoma did this and went to the SEC, the 12s get together, the Pac-12 and the Big 12, they just get together. Now we have four major conferences. You know, we already have a final four uh, that is prominent in the space when we talk about college sports. So there you go. These are your final four conferences. These are your power conferences, the Big 12, the Pac-12, the ACC, the Big 10, and the mega SEC. But I think what you're saying is what's scaring people like Paul Feinbaum, because yes. at the end of the day, the SEC needs a benchmark. You know what I mean? They need another team from the Midwest. Usually Ohio State right. uh, is, the, is their most formidable foe. But they need a Notre Dame. They need an Ohio State. They need a Michigan. Michigan they need a Clemson. Has, they need a Michigan State. You know, lumps from yeah, they need an Oregon. Yeah. You know, they need a USC. They need a team that they can beat up on to say, ha, see, we're the best and we can chant SEC because you can't really chant SEC if everyone that you play is in the SEC right. and you're and you're just beating up on each other. There's no conference well, pride there. They probably they, will. They probably still will. They probably yeah, still right, will. I mean, right. <laughs> they, 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 they want to chant that much. They probably still will. But if these three conferences, like you said, come to some sort of agreement where they basically box out the mega SEC, mm -hmm. then we basically have two power leagues you know, power, you know, at large NCAA variations that are, you know, these teams and these teams, and maybe they play like, it's like the AFC and the NFC, you know, where the, yeah. the SEC plays each other they and then they crown a champion. And then these three leagues play each other, they crown a champion. And then those two play each other. And that that's where we're headed. It feels like, <laughs> stupid. which is so stupid. Exactly. It, I mean, it, it is all landscape shifting and, you know, optics and, you know, all these different ways to say the same thing, you know, and it just makes zero sense. But, but for also now, for it's now, fun. it's just like a scheduling alliance, right? Like, it's yes. just like we're just going to schedule each other, which is kind of already happening. Um, yeah. So I don't fully get it. But also uh, th this this is not like like something has to change. Like you can't you can't just sit back and allow the SEC to build the, a super conference and the Big Ten and but the Big Ten especially because the Big Ten. Yeah, I know how much you love the ACC tape, but for being honest, if we're picking another conference that's not the SEC that that has the the cachet and the frankly the bank account to uh, go toe to toe with the SEC, it's got to be the Big Ten, right? And the Big Ten can't just sit back and allow the SEC to collect to collect assets 
for lack of a better term, and just <laughs> scoop up a bunch of teams and build a super conference. And maybe they find a way to get Clemson and Florida State, which I understand that like that's going to cost a ton of money given contracts, but also one ESPN, billion dollars, literally. Also, to, to get to get Florida State uh, uh, over there and Clemson over there, it's one billion dollars, which is absolutely nothing for ESPN. Which is absolutely <laughs> nothing for the mouse. Like, yeah, ESPN's for Disney. in bed with yeah. ESPN's in bed with the SEC. Like I don't know how many times have we said in in, in sports history how many times is a certain dollar amount like a, a a barrier and someone says that's that's impossible that costs too much money. Yeah. Guess what? They find the money. Yeah, it makes you think of Robinson Cano. I remember Robinson Cano asked for like two hundred million dollars, two hundred fifty yeah. million dollars, uh, and then the Manners were like, "Yeah, yeah we can do that." I'm like, <laughs> <Yeah>. "What?" <laughs> it makes no sense. Uh, Good deal. So, um, well, well, yeah, like the Big Ten had to do something. I don't know. I don't know what this really is though. Like this, this is if this is in fact just a scheduling thing, which this is a veil. This is it's this a veil threat. threat. Yeah, this it's is a, it's a it's yes. a it's a uh, move that says we are aware of what you're up to. And we yes. are not like going to just sit here, but at the same time, we're kind of just going to sit here, but also we're, we're yeah. monitoring the situation basically. That's kind of how I read it. Yeah. 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 And it's also, I am at the point where, you know, Duke and Carolina are, go- it's, it's over. The rivalry is dead because coach K is Duke. So Duke is done, you know, RIP Duke, the entire basketball program. You guys probably have five more years to, to, to let this K sort of Cape riding go on, but the new future, you know, basketball powerhouse conversation that we have to have is North Carolina versus UCLA. I think that is the, the biggest rivalry in basketball. Um, it goes all the way back to we took Larry Drew over Jeffrey Jordan. Um, and then Larry Drew came to Carolina, tried to ruin our program, and then transferred to UCLA. The Ware Twins came in after Tyler Hansbro tried to ruin our program, transferred to UCLA. There's already a built-in rivalry over this decade between these two Blue Bloods. When you talk about the best programs in college basketball history, you can talk about Michael Jordan. You can talk about Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You know, either one of those guys is the GOAT. You know what I mean? Who does Duke have? Grant Hill? No. Get him out of here. So basically, uh, Titus, here's here's what I have to propose. If this were to happen, uh, UCLA, North Carolina, that is the new blue blood rivalry. That is the what the world wants to see. It's John Wooden's, you know, pyramid of yeah. success versus Dean Smith, who changed the game forever. You got Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, some people say is the GOAT. You got Michael Jordan, some people say is the GOAT. Now you got them competing against each other. You got California culture versus the classy culture of North Carolina and the South. I mean, this is this is a culture war. This is a blue blood war. This is the end of Duke, North Carolina, the new future rivalry of the Blue Bloods, North Carolina versus UCLA. That, right. That's how I see it. Um, and that's the only thing that I have. Excited. I have a little bit of excite, excitement for that. And then also Kentucky's done because Kentucky, like Kansas, well, is in this new mega yeah. conference. So Kansas, North Carolina, Duke. This is UCLA. what I was going to ask you. You're there not you an SEC guy, but you are a Southerner, um, which is, you know, mm. for most of the country, what's the difference, right? <laughs> it's all, it's all the, yeah, we don't care. They don't, they, exactly. Mo, most of the we country. Hear slight, no we hear they, a slight twang in your voice and we're like, yeah, that guy loves the SEC. That's all it really. <laughs> or from yeah. Texas. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much how it works uh so in your mind if in fact this is where we're headed if if the the big 10 the acc and the pac-12 still no word on what's happening with the big 12 but i mean the writing's kind of on the wall that uh it'll yeah, be straight for parts and uh i don't know most of the parts will go to the pac-12 and big 10 i assume um if if in fact that's where we're headed where it's like for however long for whatever period of time it's it's basically the sec does just exists in its own universe and then the rest of the college landscape, they duke it out. Uh, do mm-hmm. you think 
the SEC cares one iota? Do they do? Does this affect them at all? Do, I, certainly, from a football standpoint, I feel like this does not matter. I feel like the SEC the, the SEC champion thinks they've yeah. won the national championship already, and more often than not, they exactly they end up winning a national championship. Uh, so I don't think that's going to really phase SEC fans. But do you think in the the greater scheme of things, as a Southerner? Uh, will, will this ruffle any feathers with the folks in the South if, in fact, this is where we're headed, mm. where all these conferences turn their backs on the SEC and say we're done with you? I mean, like you said, I mean, the SEC lives in its own vacuum. So I, I don't think that like Georgia fans and Georgia Tech fans, as much as like that is a rivalry, like they they kind of exist in separate, you know, factions of life. And I, I don't think there's going to be much cross-pollinization there. And I think also – once the the mega SEC happens, you're going to have teams like Tennessee that, you know, they're going to flirt with the ACC, Big Ten, Pac-12, mega conference. They're going to try you know to what step I mean? like outside some of the teams that, like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Some, of the, some of the SEC teams that are, like, so comfortable and so happy to be in the SEC, once Texas and Oklahoma's taking their money and taking their spot in the division, they're going to come around and say, I think we actually would be better off and we'd be a powerhouse if we went to, you know, whatever this coastal conference is that we have the Pac-12 and the ACC and the Big Ten. And when you have Notre Dame uh, involved in this package, I think that really helps the, the ACC. Because at the end of the day, if SEC fans had to choose, it's like, like you said, we beat each other up. We get to our SEC title game. We have a 12 and one team, 12 and one team. They face each other. Winner then goes, beats the shit out of Notre Dame, you know? <laughs> and then, and, then, and like, you know, that, that, that would be their pick. You know, that, that's what they want. That is, uh, I, I'm trying to think of like what SEC schools would be upset about it. Like Kentucky's the one that immediately comes to mind. Cause like you say, Kentucky's like yeah. basketball oriented. And if Kentucky's like, what the hell, we don't get to play Duke and Carolina and Kansas and yeah. Michigan. Like Kentucky needs that. As a, as a school, they, they want to yeah. play Louisville. They want to they want to beat the hell out yeah. of all these schools. And beating up on the SEC is something Kentucky just has done forever. That does that. I feel like that doesn't move the needle if you're a Kentucky fan. So if I'm a Kentucky fan, I feel like I'm upset about this. Um, if that's where everything said the rest of I don't I don't think anyone else really cares. I don't I don't I can't imagine yeah. why any other school um, might care. I'm I'm trying to think of like who else. It's basically the basketball schools and the bat. The only real basketball school in the SEC is is Kentucky. The rest of them are football yeah. schools. Yeah, Florida is really the only one that you could really throw in there. But if you're Florida, the only thing you're really worried about is instead of you being kind of the uh, the brand oriented program, now Texas is the is that yeah. program. You know what I mean? Like Texas kind of comes in and takes your spot. So I. I think that would be my only concern. Like we're not, we're not the hottest. We're not the hottest. I team saw Feinbaum said this because I, I I wanted to see what the uh, what the the quote unquote <laughs> enemy. Which by the way, like I, I I we we gotta we gotta not you and I we I mean like we as a as a country have to cool down the way we're talking about this because I made the joke when the SEC added Texas and Oklahoma that we were headed towards Civil War 2.0. And all yeah. the discourse around this feels very Civil War 2.0. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a culture it is war. very much. <laughs> it is very much. The lines are drawn in the sand, and that line looks very, very similar to the Mason-Dixon line, yeah. <laughs> as it turns out. Yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, and, and like the mega SEC, who knows what they do? They might start playing. They're, like, they're just going to say we might yeah, pay players yeah. straight up. You know what I mean? They, they, they have so much money that will come in that they're going to be egregious. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally the wild wild west it's honestly. so stupid uh but I, I wanted to see what people uh on the sec side of things 
think because uh, it, it's clear what the what the rest of the country thinks, which is like the SEC is getting too big for its britches. It's uh, it's it's yeah. You, you have now created a monster, and and college sports will never be the same. Whatever. Uh, so what does the SEC think? And Feinbaum says, I think it's this was his direct quote. I think it's a desperate move that signifies absolutely zero. Which it, it are. <laughs> <laughs> In my mind, fair and balanced. <laughs> Are those not contradictory <laughs> thoughts? Like, how could it be a desperate yeah. move? That like, if it's a desperate yeah. move by by definition in my mind, that's like this is very serious and something needs to be done, and we're we're making a desperate move, but it signifies nothing. It would it not signify that the other conferences yeah. are desperate? I don't know. And he goes on to say, like, there's simply uh, if you're sitting there in all these other leagues, you've looked at the map and you've tried to do the math. There's simply no move. This is what slayed me, and I I, I was I actually stopped reading this article because <laughs> I was laughing so hard. There's simply no move. The Big Twelve doesn't have a move. That one I agree with. The ACC, short of yeah, Notre Dame changing its mind, doesn't have a move. I don't believe that to be entirely true, but I'll, I'll fall on. And the Big Ten certainly doesn't have a move. I'm going to stop you right there, Paul. The Big Ten has like a thousand moves here. The Big Ten has a thousand moves. Um, so you meet with your colleagues. You come up with contingency plans. You try to do anything you can to blame one person for every single thing that has happened. You try to blow up a 12-team playoff because of one person. That one person is Greg Sankey. So just basically Feinbaum is drinking the Kool-Aid. The SEC, I, I know that he doesn't represent the entire SEC, but for a lot of – but for a lot of Yankees, does. he kind of yeah. does. Like that is whatever Paul yeah. Feinbaum's saying that you kind of just like say that's that's word out of the south. Um, he he believes that that all these other school these all these other conferences are desperate, and the fact that he thinks the Big Ten certainly doesn't have a move is preposterous to me, and that's why I think like the discourse around this, like 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 I said, like he just goes on and like keeps talking. There, there, he he said a lot more Tate um, about how <laughs> how this means nothing and how th- th- there's nothing going on. It is it yeah. is crazy to me how quickly it has become us versus them, and and the us versus them again is an us versus them that I learned about when I was in second grade. And then U.S. history yeah. class. It's insane. Yeah, it's also, like you said, I mean, what is Feinbaum ever going to do? Like, he's never going to compliment any of these other co- – the reason that the ACC has this – uh, you know, like you, you say the big 10 has a thousand moves. Like I think the ACC could easily just be like, yeah, we don't care. We're going to keep who we have and, and keep going on. And if you want to pay a billion dollars to get out of your contract, Florida state yeah. Clemson, good luck. But the SEC is the classic bully where they have convinced all these other conferences that it's a wrap it's over with, you know, and in reality, you know, you could make the argument that this is a very regionalized sport in college yes. football and that it has a shelf life as well. And as soon as it gets professionalized, it doesn't have the same cachet. And, you know, you're not necessarily going to be making mega, mega, mega money all the time. But that is not even a th- there's no pushback on the SEC. Right. We Everyone has already agreed. Well, we have to compete with this mega show that's going to come with all this mega millions and all this, the, the, the full prestige and ESPN and Disney. I mean, it's like they already have the hype machine behind them. And then you have Feinbaum coming on. It's, it's like, over. It's, it's over. He's Vince Carter. It's over. Just going, it's you know over. I mean? Yeah, exactly. It's like, are we sure? Like, are, I mean, I'm not to say you're wrong, but like it, it isn't a foregone conclusion that Notre Dame, Ohio State, Michigan, North Carolina, like all these big time programs, UCLA, USC, Oregon. You're telling me that they they can't all get together and cause a problem for you and also have basically every other region of the country. This is, this is what I fear though, because the, if a rift is in fact happening where, and and again, we're just speculating because I mean, for God's sakes, it's mid August. What the hell else are we supposed to do? (laughs) Um, If in fact a rift is happening, I do hate that. I want, I want, I, I still want there to be like a unified, 
I, I am a, a, a unionist state. I, I want I want the union to yeah. be preserved. Uh, I, I I don't want to live in a world where Ohio State and Clemson even and and Notre Dame and USC and as you said North Carolina like all play each other. We all decide who's the champion of us, and then meanwhile Alabama beats Georgia and SEC champion, and now there's two champions. I don't want that. And they're yeah, celebrating. And we're both celebrating, yeah. and we're both like on uh, uh, Ohio state or like Clemson wins and Bama wins. And now Clemson and Bama fans are just yelling at each other about who would have won if they would have played. And we never know. That's stupid. I don't want that. And it co- you know what happens? It comes down yeah. to the media and the AP decides who the national champion is. And every year it's just like absolute uproar. You know what I mean? Like the media is getting canceled even more because <laughs> <laughs> if, they, if they picked, you know, Ohio state Dude, as the champion, you know, yeah. everyone in the SEC. You, you know what's hilarious <laughs> that I just thought about is like now, now that the, the SEC and the, the big 10 ACC Pac-12 Alliance is fighting, which is again, hilarious to think that like, there's still a ton of schools out there that are not involved in this. And we're just talking about it. Like it's like two yeah. lines. <laughs> And Iowa State's I mean, looking up, and they're like, "We're ranked like seventh in the country right now." Do we get to say? And Cincinnati's like, "What about us?" And there's like, "Shut up! You don't count. Stay over there." <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're not a power this conference. Is the adult table. Go back to that. <laughs> and the Big East, Villanova's like, "What about we won national?" It's like, "Shut up! Basketball, basketball, get out of here." Yeah. Uh, yeah. I know. So, um, what, what's hilarious to me is that uh, I, I just thought about this as as the bickering is going to continue and the rift is going to become bigger. <laughs> Perhaps Tate, the the America as a whole will clamor for one organization to step up and unify everybody. <laughs> mm. And Mark Emmer is mm. just going to pop his head around a corner and just wave and be like, "That's, That's what, what we, we do. do, hey guys. It's me. You guys need me. <laughs> it's, it's me. Hey, you guys yeah. want to make sure the SEC and the Big Ten actually play each other in a sport? Uh, NCAA tournament? Anybody? You guys want some of that? Yeah, I mean. That, uh, <laughs> I'm I'm saying that that's basically what we have. It's it's a it's a decision of do we form a new NCAA where all these schools that form these new mega conferences agree, like you said, to be under one umbrella, but it's not the NCAA. It's some other new formation. Yeah, that seems like a lot harder, especially when you know people have no original ideas yes. anymore. They just take other things that have happened before. So I assume that there's no world in which they come up with a new entity that makes sense. And and like you said, if you're the NCAA. You have this uh, whatever meeting that they're, they're going to have at the end of the year. You have this conversation. You form this new committee. And then basically the committee says, well, let's just wait and see what happens. And then, you know, we'll 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 circle back. You know what I mean? That's, the, the, the NCAA sits down. They're like, all right, seems like major moves are happening. Let's circle. Let's circle back in the that new one. year. Let's circle you know? back. Like yeah. they're doing with the yeah. uh, speed of SEC it. and NCAA. Do you see uh, the, the LSU investigation? They're circling back on that. The deadline yeah. came and went for yeah. like when the NCAA was supposed to have made a decision, and they're like, "We're gonna put a pin in that." But we're what? What? What is the corporate speak? Uh, we we we've reached. We don't have the bandwidth to deal with this right now. <laughs> so yeah. we're gonna put a pin yeah. in it. Circle back. Yeah, that's what they. Yeah, those are my favorite <laughs> things that people would say to me. I'm like, I have no idea <laughs> what you just said, but I assume that we have a plan. I think. Do we have a plan? Uh, they have zero plan. That, that that's really where we are. I mean, they have absolutely no plan. And all these conferences, like you said, they're calling each other. Which that that's the only thing I can agree with Feinbaum. It is very desperate to like leak this report, you know, and not even have a formalized idea. You know, it's just we're thinking about merging. Okay. And <laughs> and let's keep going. 
Oh my no god. Feinbaum is the SEC guy for ESPN and uh he is boy, is he is he, is he waving the flag, both of those flags. That's uh, what's that's what's so hey, what funny to like, What is he not? I know, but that's like, what like it's I, so I, it's so because <laughs> everyone I'm I'm just I'm scrolling through this article I found where he 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 went on like Greg McElroy's show or something and he was just letting it rip. Um and he said, everyone also wants to blame ESPN and, and <laughs> it doesn't matter. He just goes on and on, but I'm just, but the point is it's not what he's saying. It's that he's saying it. That's, that's the whole reason I want to bring it up. Cause I don't, yeah. I don't want to like dissect what he's saying, Tate. I want to dissect that this man who for a lot of people represents like the voice of the, the South or, or college football in the South and works for ESPN. And that is the marriage that has taken place. He, he represents yeah. the deep South. Yeah, I know what you no, mean. He does. Yeah. Um, but yeah. The, the marriage that has taken place between the SEC and ESPN is now going to shift the landscape of college sports. And this, like, if you had to pick one guy to represent that marriage, it would be Paul Feinbaum. And I don't care about what he's saying. I care that he's saying it because the way yeah. he's talking, it does feel like the rift is coming. It does feel like that's, that's, mm. and it's not like Paul Feinbaum has any bearing on what like Kevin Warren and, and you know, the, what, what, what decisions he's going to make. But, um, just just the discord i don't know i, I find that crazy because because yeah. it's very much an us versus them way which has always been with the sec but for a long time it's been like a ha ha they have their little thing over there it's like a friendly yeah. little rivalry yeah. thing and now it's like yeah. <laughs> the walls are being built dude. no it no we joked about it i mean the chant is a start of a revolution it's s-c-c-e-d-e like that, <laughs> yes. that, that, that is that, that, that is it's all coming full circle now. Now we get oh where they're coming God. from. And uh, I, I I honestly am just happy North Carolina is going to be, as they say, Mark Titus, on the right side of history. I, I think uh, I did like the idea of SCC, this dominant conference with North Carolina playing Tennessee and everything, but we we can't align like you like we talked about i'm going to lose all of north carolina's history if we go to the sec they're going to yeah. strip us down they're going to put they're going to put us second tier we have no real shot you know at actually being a part of this conference and that's why if you're texas or oklahoma texas probably can get away with it but you have to be a little bit worried that they that they treat you like a second class oh, citizen are. Yeah. it sounds really good on paper but they're they're not very privy to adding yeah. in more people to the SEC. You know what I mean? Like they they, they seem pretty content where they are. <laughs> oh man, good times. Uh, well, that is certainly something to we will monitor the situation yeah. as we say on this show. Um, mm -hmm. I but right now, yeah, it does just sort of feel like a scheduling alliance, which is cool, I guess. But it's also like, I mean, the 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 one thing I saw Feinbaum say that actually did. Uh, kind of makes some sense is that like if, if this is in fact just a scheduling alliance like that seems to already be happening anyway so what does that mean you know yeah like we're already yeah. scheduling but if yeah. it's like a mandated thing that would be sick if it's mandated that like the big 10 champion has to play the pac-12 if it's like an acc big 10 challenge deal where they like match it match up football games yeah. based on last year it's like ohio state and clemson and, and oregon are basically playing each other every year that's sick that's pretty awesome i like that yeah that but, I it, just as long as it's not at the expense of actual rivalry yeah. games, you know, and th that's what usually happens. Like we, we lose Wake Forest, yeah. North Carolina or NC state, you know, do like some of these games that used to have tradition. You're just like, throw that I out. Think that's where we're headed though. I mean, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, cause none of these none people of care. care. Yeah. Well, and that, that's really the problem. It's like the, the, the commissioners and the big time money people that are making these business decisions, 
is exactly what they are. They're business decisions. They have nothing to do with the fans. They have nothing to do with the pageantry pageantry of college sports at any level. I mean, they they could care less. And eventually, that's what I mean by you think you can keep me milking the cow until the cow turns around and says, like, get off me. Like I'm I'm like, I, and kicks you away, you know? Like you can't just keep milking that cow. And that's what we're trying to do right now. And if you disrespect what actually matters, which is, you know, the the feeling of pride about your home school, your home team, your home state, all that sort of stuff. And now you're playing teams in California and there's no connectivity. There's, there's no connective tissue. It could be a recipe for disaster. I think the reason I'm so giddy about all this, uh, because I, I, I for some reason and I think I know the reason, but for some reason I am uh, all of this change. Like the fact that like college sports, as I know them are being absolutely nuked. It is, it is, it will never be the same. Uh, it already happened with the name image mm-hmm. like and stuff. Uh, and for some reason I like welcome it. And the chaos is funny to me. And I, and I genuinely yeah. don't care. It might be cause I know, like I went to a school at Ohio state that I know will be fine. You went to North Carolina, North Carolina is going to be fine. You have a great athletic program. You're a football school now. Yeah. You, 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 yeah, you care God. so much about academics that you give your student athletes free A's. Um, all, <laughs> no, that's Auburn. All of that. Uh, but I, I think the reason I think it's so funny, Tate, is because like it, it does feel like the world at large – it, it, things are changing so fast. Like we don't, we don't need to get into the the nitty gritty of what happens in this world, but like it, it, it becomes overwhelming. And I think what's, what's so fun about this is that this has the feel of all the real world shit where like, what is that? Like, it feels like you're living in the matrix almost of like, do we, are we in a wormhole that like this reality is being distorted? I can't believe this is actually happened. Texas and the sec. What are we talking about? <laughs> An alliance with yeah. the ACC and the pack. What? 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 what uh? mm. And your brain's like short circuiting. Um, and the reason I welcome this is because all the other stuff in the real world matters, and there's real world stakes, and there's sometimes yeah. life and death, and otherwise, and and the arguing is actually like on the one hand, I'm like, man, I wish like all the arguing would shut up, and then on the other hand, I'm like, yeah, but like given the stakes, I understand why the arguing is taking place. There are no stakes in this. There's a ton of money at stake for yeah. for people that aren't you and I, <laughs> you know. But like ultimately, yeah, I like exactly. I don't mean to downplay what college sports are because they mean a ton to you and I, and like it's very important and it's it's part of the culture of, of what we grew up in and all that. But like ultimately, it's it's kind of stupid in the end. You know what I mean? And that's what makes yeah. it fun and funny to me, I guess. And I guess again, I, I'm speaking from a place of privilege being an Ohio State fan because I know that. Uh, if I if I went to Iowa State, for example, I would not think it's quite as funny. <laughs> if I went to Kansas State, I'd be mm-hmm. like, this is not funny at all. Um, but yeah, I think that's what it is. Is it's like I, I you know that the change is coming. You have no idea what it's going to look like. I think the people in charge have no idea what it's going to look like. They're throwing shit up against the wall to see what sticks. You know the SEC has called Clemson and Florida State as much as they're going to say they haven't. Yeah. They have. They've taken those calls. They've looked at contracts. Like nothing is off the table. And this is what we talked about when Texas went to the SEC in the first place. Is that if you want to make an argument that UCLA is going to leave the Pac-12 to join the Big East in basketball, like I'll listen to you. Like I, I like I nothing is out of the ordinary anymore. I don't think it's going to happen. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me. But like if you've put together an argument, you're like, listen, hear me out on this. I'd be like, all right, I'll 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 let you have your five minutes to make your case because that's that's the world we yeah. live in now, where literally anything feels feasible to me. And I don't know. At a certain point, you can like try to fight that and be like, but what about the Kansas Missouri basketball rivalry? What does that mean? Or you could just throw your hands up and be like, dude, I don't. I mean, it's going to happen anyway. Let's just have some fun and see where it goes. 
Yeah, and it's also one of those things where if it does go away, it could always come back because Texas, Texas A&M. Yeah, went, that's true. Texas A&M went to the SEC. Everyone's like, how are you going to let this rivalry die? And then, you know, what, five years later, Texas is like, we'll see you there. Texas A&M is like, no, we were don't, Dude, it worked well for uh, Louisville and Kentucky in basketball. <laughs> like, they didn't play forever, and they, they yeah. insisted that that made their rivalry more intense because they didn't play. Yeah. <laughs> they couldn't even play. We that's hate each other so much, we don't even play each other. <laughs> Meanwhile, Papa John really went <laughs> yeah, from Louisville yeah. to Kentucky in like a week. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, All right. That might have been the most, like the best moment in that rivalry, you know, for me. Just the Papa John yeah. experience. Him going straight from the KFC Yum Arena to walking over and saying, I am diehard John Calipari. And Calipari welcomed him. In my it. mind, he like, jogged yes. from one arena to the other. That's how I see it. <laughs> yeah, yes. I think he sprinted based on what he was using. <laughs> All right, we'll take a break, come back, and uh, I don't know, run out the clock basically on the show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's hope it happens. I need a merger. At T-Mobile for Business, unconventional thinking means they see things differently so you can focus on what matters most. That's why they've become the leader in 5G, number one in customer satisfaction, and a partner who includes 5G in every plan so you get it all. Unconventional thinking from T-Mobile for Business. Open Signal Awards T-Mobile as fast as 5G network USA 5G user experience report July 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some users may require a certain plan or feature. See tmobile.com. For J.D. Power 2020 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Want to hear something amazing? Of course you do. Discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year automatically with no limit on how much you can earn. How amazing is that? In fact, it's even more amazing because of all the places where Discover is accepted. 99% of places in the United States that take credit cards. So when it comes to Discover, get used to hearing yes more often. Learn more at discover.com slash yes. 2021 Nielsen Report limitations apply. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work too. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com. Get a quote and see how much you could save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Birthdays, holidays, promotions, getting that last sprinkle donut. There's a lot in this world worth celebrating, but nothing is worth celebrating more than knowledge, especially knowledge that will pay off, like understanding how compound interest works, knowing how to check your investment professional's background, or figuring out your risk tolerance. Or finally understanding all those terms your friends keep throwing around, like ETF, ESG, and ICO. Learn about these investment products and more at Investor.gov, your unbiased resource for valuable investment information, tools, and tips. Before you invest, Investor.gov. Back to Tyson Tate. All right, what else we got to talk about, Tate? Is there uh, is there anything else? To hit? Do you have any summer league thoughts? Do you want to? Do you want to? Is summer league still going on? Does anybody care? It, it is fascinating how summer league. Ha- it, it, yeah. We we get excited for it. That's how it always goes. It, it, if it, this this was the advice given to me when I first started wanting to go to summer league six, seven, eight years ago, whatever it was. Um, I was told you want to be there early. Like, first of all, no one, no sane person should ever spend more than like three days in Vegas and even three days. Yeah. Feels like, yeah. Unless you're yeah. like an agent or like working so for a team. So what three yeah. days do you go to summer league? Do you go to the last three, the first three, somewhere in the middle? Mm. And everyone I asked before I went was like, you definitely go to the first three because no one gives a damn after the first three. And yeah. boy, that has become so true. And and I, I think it's just like, you want to see the, it's the first impression. You see the, you see the rookies the first time you make up in your mind that Jalen green is awesome that that yeah. uh Cade Cunningham might be overrated and then we run with it and that's it and and we don't I don't need to see anything else in fact Evan Mobley got shut down didn't he isn't he done didn't he play like two or three games and they're in the Cavs yeah. are like that's enough we've seen even the Cavs are doing the Cleveland Cavs are like we've seen it enough 
shut it down. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even like the Boston Celtics, like the Peyton Pritchard comes out and is dropping 30 in every game. And they're like, oh, he's too good to be playing <laughs> yeah. in summer league. Like shut him down. You know, that's the other part with summer league. There's like the rookies are the fascinating part. Like you said, we're, we're coming for first impressions. We're coming for the hot takes. We're, we're worried about, you know, like Corey Kispert, I think hasn't made a three yet. So that, that's like a conversation where can, can his mm. game extend to the three point line in the NBA? And it was funny because Isaiah Thomas, as he was talking about that, he literally was like, well, why doesn't he just shoot a two? And then like, I think like someone's head exploded, like in the broadcast. So like, wait a second. And Isaiah Thomas literally broke down the game. It was so funny. He goes, yeah, there are five scoring areas on the floor. And right now the Washington wizards are only using two, the layup and the three point. It was like a very like elementary description of basketball, but it also made a lot of sense. You're like, yeah, why doesn't Corey Kispert just like take that mid range two right there? Maybe it's a better shot for him, but like, but like you said, it's, it's all an overreaction. And at the end of the day, it's not even real NBA basketball um, that we're getting to watch. It's a glorified pickup game. And right now we're in the spot where it's just like the celebrities and the players are going to the games. Like I saw a rod was yeah. there. Like that's the only way that you can get the eyes, you know, kind of back to summer league. John Morant goes signs all the autographs, you know, before he leaves, he signed everybody that asked him for an autograph. You know, that was a moment, but again, we're, we're, we're away from basketball, which is what the NBA kind of wants. And it, it's now more of a show than it is about, you know, the rookies and who's actually good at summer league. And like I said earlier, Cam Thomas leads all scorers in summer league, but I don't know if anyone else knows that, but me, I, you know I mean? That, that's where which we is, are in summer league. We're in the dog. Which is the best representation league. of the NBA of all that no one cares about the basketball anymore. <laughs> We're all just focusing on what the, yeah. did you see what LeBron was wearing when he went to the, the game the other day? And did you see that he, did, yeah. <laughs> did you see what he posted on Instagram? No, I mean, I I literally had like two of my friends, you know, texting me about the Hornets. And I was like, yeah, Kai Jones, like I'm excited. Book night had some moments. And then they were like, no, I'm talking about LaMelo's new shoes. I got to get those. I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> Are they going to sign Leangelo? I like the Pumas too. I, I don't think that they have a roster spot. I think that's the hold up. So they, they, they have to cut somebody. Not even G League? Or I, well, I, I don't think Jello wants right. to play in the G League. I mean, maybe, maybe they get him in the G League, but that that's what they would have to coerce him into do. They're trying to make LaMelo happy. So I think that their goal with this is to like put Jello on a stage and then another team, you know, it's a very master P remember master P when he did this master P played in the preseason yeah. for the Hornets and tried to make the roster. And then it, it never worked out. And then the Raptors signed him and then he played for the Raptors. You know what I mean? They're, they're trying to do I think, that. For I think this like is get him, get him. This see is the second half summer league move. I think the first half, like they should, like they should come out and straight up say it. Like the first half of Vegas summer league, uh, all the rookies play that's it's it's it, yeah uh, that's fine what what the, the start of it is fun you see guys you see greg odin foul out with 10 fouls uh all those stories are fun you you, you jump to conclusions kevin knox looks awesome trey young sucks etc cetera, etc cetera. uh once that phase <laughs> is over like the first four days five days whatever we, <laughs> yeah kevin knox is yeah. really the one that you're just like once that phase second. is over, we do a hard pivot to like spring training baseball where Kenny Chesney and Garth Brooks and Billy Crystal are trying out for teams. And we do that with Master P yeah. where, and, and Tony Romo when he suited yeah. up for the Mavericks that one game. Do you remember that, by the way? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How about a bond Rashad did that yeah. with the Sixers? That should be yeah. the back half of Summer League. We should let that happen. <laughs> Kevin Dude. Hart is just playing for every single <laughs> team. <laughs> yeah. Justin Bieber versus Kevin Hart. <laughs> Kevin Hart, the hardest work. Like Kevin Hart, literally plays like twelve games a day because he just is one after another. Whatever teams are playing, he just picks one side. Like he, sometimes he switches teams ha at halftime and just yeah, like, yeah, yeah, for sure. No mid game, he just goes and sits on the other bench. You're like Kevin, <laughs> he's just crying. It's like I'm with the Blazers. 
<laughs> oh man yeah no th- that's, yeah, that's, that's all really need. uh anything else shout outs closeouts i guess let's just uh wrap this thing up yeah let's wrap it up let's run through uh you know some of the bigger stories i i honestly it's one of those things where um in sports in general we really don't have much going on so it's all drama so i want to shout out pj washington i, I don't know if you it. saw yeah. this story yeah. uh but like pj washington we're here for you i mean you're a college basketball guy you're a blue blood we have mm-hmm. your back uh you know I, i'm an avid follower of hoodville and he needed he needed someone behind him to just to say like pj are we sure here are we sure we need i mean he was losing it he was down bad on instagram this weekend wanted to see his son i we need I'm just, I just want to shout him out because I want to give him a hug. You know what I mean? I love pro athletes need like a PR guy who steps up for them. Um, obviously not like when, like when they commit crime, I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about like when they're accused of actual crime, I'm talking about like a, like a, when they're they're manipulated and there's bad PR floating around that they're such as the PJ Washington story. Um, and there's just a guy like a, like a Johnny Cochran type figure. Who's like, this is my lane and I'm just going to step up and I'm going to squash mm-hmm. this and I'm going to get out in front of this and, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. and I'm going to run point on this yeah. and we're going to, we're going to salvage PJ Washington. It feels like a Tyler Perry yeah, character. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. in a movie that he's just like, yeah, the negotiator, <laughs> yeah. he's just going to come in, just like fix the problem. He starts suing all these clean. media outlets and, uh, <laughs> sends him cease and desist retractions left and yeah. right and uh yeah and, and that, yeah no I, I i did see that and my white ass was trying to keep up with what the hell was going on because uh it was very confusing to to, to <laughs> suss it all out and then and then finally as soon as i understood what the story was which like i don't I, it's it I, I i then realized it was all fake right it was all it was all bullshit so we don't even really need to hash out yeah what the story i mean is because I mean, the, yeah, I mean, it, it is fake. It's like the numbers are fake, like how much money he owes for child support every month. That That's all fake. But the actual situation sure, is yeah, real. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But, the, yeah. but, but like the, not, the situation, <laughs> the, the fact that he's paying child support in and of itself is not particularly noteworthy. It is the like the story yeah. is the number that it was like two hundred thousand, right? Like that was the number yeah. he quoted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was they, the story. So if you take the, the, the story was like he got yeah, you take the number hard. away. You know what I mean? You, you you set that yeah. straight, then the story goes away, which is why you need somebody. These guys need somebody to step up and be like, because because if you're PJ Washington, you can't yeah. tweet through it. It's not like PJ Washington is can it, get is, on the internet and just. Isn't that what Ray Donovan does? I, I know my mom watches Ray Donovan, but I'm pretty sure Ray Donovan's job is to like sniff out like bad PR, yeah. bad situations and like clean is up it? the mess like before it gets out. Yeah, right. I'm pretty sure that's what he does. As I'm thinking about this, I think we need there a Ray go. Donovan to work out the situation. Like where we put out another report that's like she's actually paying PJ Washington $200,000 a month to be able to see the sun. <laughs> Even if it's not true, you just fight it the other way. Bullshit. Uh, I want to shout out Josh Passner who won the ACC tournament last year. Uh, and, and there's really no other reason. There's no, no, I, I don't know what he's up to right now. I don't know what he's doing. I just wanted to call attention, uh, to Josh Passner when the ACC tournament and that he wore uh, a mask, a a welder shield on the sideline for an entire season. And then won the ACC tournament. It's coming back. Had the, had the ACC player of the year on his team as well. Um, all of these things happen. Now in the Raptors, all of yeah. these things happened, and uh, I—it's just one of those things I don't want people to forget, Tate. So shout out Josh Bassner. <laughs> Man, uh, can, can I shout out another coach? I want to shout out uh, Brad Underwood because oh, uh, we had yeah. Katie Underwood mm-hmm. on our show, and uh, after this, we we had someone tag us. This is on Twitter. Uh, it's Coach Underwood taking a cow in. Uh, he's like at a show. Like I, I don't even know 
what what the, he enters the show ring with a cow. Um, I don't know if this is like a, a Kansas thing, uh, you know, a mm-hmm. Texas thing or whatever, but it's something that we should have asked about. And uh, I think next time we have Katie on, we have more questions that are definitely specific to like, what is Brad Underwood doing his free time? You know what I mean? And, and I just want to shout that out because for the, for the journalists that sit here, we should have gone deeper. You know what I mean? I, I, I want to tell this video. I'm like, I need, I need if these Brad questions. Underwood is, so, it, Brad, if you're milking that cow, just be prepared for the cow to turn around and say, Hey, stop. milking Yeah. Me. <laughs> stop milking me. Yeah. Literally, and that, and that's straight of a face. <laughs> um, I want to shout out uh, Coach K. Uh, there it is. I was looking at my list. Oh, Coach K. Yes. Uh, this is going to be his final season coaching. Uh, the greatest coach of all time to ever blow yeah. a twenty-eight point lead, or when you're favored by twenty-eight points against Stephen F. Austin at home and lose that game at the buzzer. He's yep. the greatest coach of all time to do yep. that. And uh, I just want to remind everybody that he is, in fact, the greatest coach of all time to be favored by twenty-eight points. Yeah and lose at home at the buzzer. So coach K we're thinking of you come on the show. If you want, yeah, Bring I, your farewell uh, tour this way. I, I, I have to say this for the show just so I, I know, you know, this and our producer Jim knows this, but I talked to coach K. This is true uh, by this is not a week. bit for, uh, for the people yeah, at home. For, this is, this yeah. Is. For, for, for a brief moment in time for about 30 minutes, I, I had a zoom with coach K one-to-one face-to-face having a conversation about basketball, the five-star basketball camp and, and all this sort of stuff. And you know, you always see her never meet your heroes. And, and I, I firmly believe in this, never meet your heroes. Your heroes will only disappoint you, but always, and I want to stress this, always meet your enemies because coach K I mean, just, he corrected me a few times, you know, he, he like, he gave me the look like shut up, just shut up. And, you know, it was a beautiful moment and I, I could care less about my heroes, but I love my enemies, uh, and, and seeing them face to face coach K. We love you. We can't wait to, I, I told him good luck on the farewell tour. He corrected me that it was oh, not it's a not. farewell what did he tour. Say? Uh, it's not, it's not a farewell tour. He, he said it's, it's just, just a, it's, it's one last it's ride. <laughs> it's just one last ride. It's not a farewell tour, though. He wouldn't make it about himself, even though he had four Coach K's on the calendar. It wasn't about him. And the Duke Duke basketball like tweets out a graphic. <laughs> this is one last ride with a trademark next to it. Yeah, and the yeah, reason he corrected yeah, you yeah. is because they don't have the trademark to farewell tour. They have the trademark yeah. to one last no, ride. No. I can't wait till ESPN does a 10-part series, uh, The Last <laughs> Ride, and it's Coach K. And I took that personally. <laughs> he's just getting ahead of it. He's trying to keep the brand strong. If you get, you got to call if, if yeah. people start calling it farewell tour, that dilutes the, I, the, the last ride. As brand. I said, I mean, you know, like the goat of UCLA is Kareem. The goat of North Carolina is Michael Jordan. The goat of Duke is coach K. You know what I mean? Like the, 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 <laughs> those are the three greatest basketball figures. Uh, we have. I want to shout out another goat. Um, Tony Hawk, who is uh, <laughs> been yes. everywhere. I, I don't know how this happened or why this happened, but I welcome it. And I just want to say that whatever Tony Hawk is doing from a PR perspective, because he's he was all over the Olympics talking about skateboarding. I'm seeing him yeah. commercials left and right. Uh, it has it has reignited my love for the video game Tate. And Tony Hawk has re-released mm. like last year. I think he re-released the uh, uh, Tony Hawk one. Yeah, and two. I think it was. And I've been playing the absolute like I am wearing down my controllers. My thumbs are I my hands are cramping from trying to yeah. Sore. I'm, my muscle tunnel. memory is horrible. Like my mind, <laughs> it's just like playing basketball, dude. It's like when someone throws a skip pass yeah. and in my mind, I'm like, oh, I'm picking that off. And then I go to do it and I'm a little slow. That's what I'm doing with Tony Hawk. dude. Yeah. My, my thumbs are hurting. I'm like, damn, I haven't done this in a while. But uh, 
I'm having a blast, and I just want to shout out Tony Hawk because <laughs> the nostalgia trip I'm go- I've been going down the last week and a half or so has been so much fun, and mm. uh, I I love the Tony Hawk game. I would say honestly, as I'm playing it, it's it's coming back to me. I think that might be the game that I'm best at. Like if I had to step up and say like, I I don't know. If, if I had to pick one video game that I could be, I feel yeah. If the aliens, aliens came, came and they're like, to, you have yes, to play us in a video game. Video game way to, <laughs> yeah, it all comes one back to, to aliens. Here. You know? uh, <laughs> Tony Hawk, Tony Hawk One, especially the original Tony Hawk Pro Skater, I think would be my aliens video game. Mm. What? So what is yours? I guess is the question I would have for you. Well, first and foremost, shout out to the aliens. I was in Palm Springs this weekend. I'm pretty sure that's oh, where they nice. live. I, I cannot confirm, but I, I saw uh, quite a few aliens out and about at Albertsons. Are They're the like, aliens an alien. and the lizard no people way. different? And the Illuminati? Are all are these I, all three I, different people? I, or I, I, I am not up on the conspiracies, but I will say I have to confirm that, they yes, they are the same people. Should, you should ask Coach you know, K. You should ask alien. Coach K. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I think that I think we should send Coach K like over to like do d- diplomacy issues. You know what I mean? Like he's the only person we can trust with the aliens, with anybody really. Uh, send him over, let it happen, let him figure it out. Um, yeah, what video game would be, would I be best at? Honestly, NCAA football. Uh, you know yeah. that, but it doesn't exist anymore. But like if the aliens came, they're like, we need something. I'm like, I got NCAA 09, yeah. I got 10. I like I'll throw it in NCAA basketball also. Um, those are my games and like my career mode, you know, in 2k, I'm like in year 20, you know, 33 or something like that. What, so what kind of, I could, I could use what kind my of player offense? Who, who and, did and you, you use Carolina? I assume and NCAA football. What do you yeah, mean in football? Like, no, nah, West, West, use West Virginia. Oh, Pat White, Steve, yeah. Steve Pat Slayton. White, Steve Slayton, yeah. Noel divine. I mean, that was yeah. the times. Yeah, that was, it was, it was unstoppable. Cause like Pat White was the Mike Vick of college football. You know what I mean? It was just like, Oh, I don't have anyone open on my four verts. Let me just roll out and just run for Dude, 40 yards. My first memory of playing NCAA people. football was, uh, using Eric Crouch in Nebraska to run the option. And I, yeah. I just abused the option. Nice. And then I remember like yeah. every game after that, like I, I put myself in a box. Cause like all I knew how to do was play with Nebraska and run the option. So then the following yeah. year, like Eric Crouch isn't on the game anymore. And I forget Nebraska's courthouse. Like, wait, 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 what just happened? <laughs> so I would like find the most athletic quarterback. And they did like that team didn't even particularly run an option, but I would run nothing but the option yeah. with that team too. And it took yeah. me, the Pat White was it took me like three or four years to get out of that. Like I got stuck in a rut of like, I don't know how else to yeah. play the game. And I would like, I would play my friends yeah. and I would try something else and it wouldn't work. And I'd be like, I got to go back to the option. <laughs> Halftime adjustment. Back yeah. To the yeah. Option. <laughs> I mean, straight up. I mean, it, it was fun. Like, I think I remember, like, I, I would play with Florida and, like, uh, Chris Leak. That was, like, my first mm. game where I was like, I love Chris Leak. And and can we quickly shout out to Tim Tebow because Tim Tebow uh, <laughs> is going <laughs> to absolutely roasted right now for not being able to make a block. Like, what do we expect from this guy? Like, that, like he's going to go out there and start handling NFL players like it's nothing. He has not looked good. And it reminded me of how much Chris Leak really – I mean, Chris Leak won the first championship. Championship, you know, everyone when they talk about Tim Tebow, they're like, he right. won two titles at Florida. It's like he was a goal line guy the first time around, and Chris Leak was amazing. So shout out to Chris Leak uh, and Tim Tebow. Shout out to you for trying because it does not look good so far. But Urban Urban will figure it out, as they always say at uh, Ohio State. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't get me started on him. Uh, speaking of college football, North Carolina Tar Heels, mm. number ten in the AP poll. Your thoughts? Are you a football yeah. school? You're officially yeah. a football school. 
We're hundred percent a football school. Mac Brown, uh, you know, when we talk about the sec, you're like Paul Feinbaum is saying like, he's not phased. Like he's like, whatever. I'm not worried about it. That's what Clemson fans are doing right now to Carolina. They're like, we're not worried about Mac Brown getting these five-star mm-hmm. recruits. So like we're like, the, who cares? Like you're North Carolina, you're North Carolina. That is the energy that you want from the school. You know what I mean? That means that they're actually worried about us. When is Clemson ever worried or talked about right. North Carolina right. football? Right. Never. And when we played them in the ACC championship game in 2015, my senior year with Marquise Williams, we went to that game. Clemson fans were like giving us beers. They were like, we're going to beat their <laughs> ass, but like, we'll, we'll be nice to them uh, before we go do that. You know what I mean? And now it's an actual competitive conversation. And that's you how are, I know we're a football school. When no, when Notre Dame fans are tweeting at me about how Sam Howell sucks, I'm like, you yes, made it. <laughs> please. We're out here. The, the, Finally. The, the Clemson-Carolina relationship is the same as Ohio State and Indiana, where the Ohio yeah. State fans are saying that too. Because Ohio state has beat indiana a thousand times in a row and we're definitely not worried but also yeah. like every ohio state fan knows that every time we play indiana the game is close somehow some way even before yeah. indiana was good that's how carolina is even before yeah. indiana was even good like they would find a way to like make it close and it's terrifying and sometime at some point it's going to happen i don't even remember the last time yeah. that indiana beat ohio state i think it was before i was even born some sometime in the 80s it's, it's this probably, year <laughs> yeah. this year and then last year, Let's last go. year, the Indian, like I got caught in the middle of the Indian Ohio state football rivalry, which like, isn't a rivalry, but again, I'm saying, I have to say it out loud that it's not a rivalry. Yeah. So that's something Tate, um, mm. because Ohio state didn't play enough games to make it into the big 10 championships. So the big 10 circumvents the rule, rewrites the rule. You remember this and Indiana fans were living yeah, because course. they thought they should have been in Ohio state's place, even though Ohio state beat Indiana in a head-to-head game mm. and the whole thing was stupid and it's all dumb. I was on Indiana <laughs> side. Yeah. The whole time. Those but are the, the point rules. is the Follow point the is the chatter is picked up and uh, all of a sudden my brother and dad are sending me texts about Indiana football and I emojis about Ohio mm. state and we're coming yeah. for you and all this stuff. And I'm like, what the yeah. hell is happening? <laughs> that's that. That's literally what's happening in the ACC right <laughs> now. It's great. Clemson's trying to play Clemson and Miami are trying to play $500 million to get away from North Carolina. That's how scared they are. They're like, they see the storm coming. <laughs> Indiana's ranked too, by the way, in the, in the AP polls. So shout out, shout out what, what, what is Indiana? 24, 25? Like seven, they're in the Cincinnati 17. Cincinnati Xavier spot. Oh. Yeah, Indiana. Well, let me pull it up. Uh, oh, dude, Big Ten stat of the day. The Big Ten has Indiana at number 17, Iowa at 18, and Penn State at 19. So, Oh, Nice. Uh, the most does the Big Ten have the most top nineteen programs? One, two, three, yeah. four, five. That's yep. five. I'm sure the SEC has more. SEC, SEC is the remaining thirteen. Big Ten stat of the day: the Big Ten is tied with the SEC for the most top nineteen AP preseason football teams. Mm. You won't hear the mainstream media talk about that. You won't hear Paul Feinbaum yeah, cover I, that on his radio show. Yeah. No, <laughs> Paul Feinbaum's job is to just tear down North Carolina this year. I, I saw a Carolina guy called into the show. I was like, I'm excited for Sam Howe. He's no. like, never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> he, literally, he literally was like, I have no idea who that is. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And that's how that's how the SEC thing works. Yeah, you know that, what I mean? They they completely disregard everybody else as if it's like small potatoes. Even if you know your best quarterback sucks, like they they're just like, yeah, we we don't care. We're way better. <laughs> like how? In what world? <laughs> oh my uh, god, that's college football. I love it. I love it. Um, is that it? Anything else? I think Premier that's League all I got. started. Yeah, Who's your Premier are, League team? As a reminder, yeah. 
Ooh, uh, I mean, I'm a Newcastle fan. I'm not even sure that they're yeah. bumped up, but uh, I think they just lost actually this weekend uh, yeah. to West Ham. Um, so yeah, RIP Newcastle. I'm a PSG fan um, <laughs> at large. It's like champ- Champions League. I'm a PSG fan, yeah. and uh, Messi, Mbappe, Neymar. I I kind of like. I go back and forth with who my favorite soccer team is right now. My two favorites are PSG and Man City. I think those are the two. That I, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. If, if you were to like, ask me a few years ago, like I liked Real yeah. Madrid and Barcelona. <laughs> yeah. Before that, yeah, I was like exactly. Man United and Chelsea. I liked a lot. Um, no. I, I could never, I could never like Man United because of Ronaldo. I, I've always been like, I like Barcelona, uh, like you know, in the big, in the big teams. You know, I was like, I was Mar- Barcelona because of like Xavi, Iniesta, the midfield. I was a midfielder myself, so I was like, I like the way that they play. I hate uh, Ronaldo is like the just the worst. Yeah. You know what I mean for Dude, me? So I guess thinking about it, version. Messi is a great example though of uh, a, a, a counter or uh, d- disproves what I said earlier, where in sports if if you say, how can they afford that? They always find a way. Cause Messi, like I watched his press conference when he was leaving Barcelona or I've watched, you know, I, I, I saw it. A little, yeah. I didn't watch the whole damn thing, whatever. Yeah. The clip. Um, He was, he's losing his mind. He's like very sad to leave Barcelona. Apparently like Barcelona is sad to like, they're all like, why is this happening? I don't understand why this is happening. And it's just basically comes down to like, we can't afford him. And I guess that is uh, a, a new thing that, that I've never really, experienced in sports where like because every other time you're like oh they'll find a way like if messi wanted two billion dollars yeah. a year barcelona would be like cool sign it we'll figure it out but this time they're like we, we can't afford you anymore we're out of money yeah Money's run well because i think they've been doing they've been doing that for like <laughs> 10 years you know what i mean and it's like it, it's one thing when you can give guys 200 million dollar deals but eventually like that like you said the money has to come back somewhere and i'm sure that they can get to a billion dollars pretty easily uh but you have a lot of people to pay, and that's a large payroll. And soccer is Are we insane. talking about you Barcelona know, like, still, or are we talking about the overtime league now? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what's, hap- what's happening with the overtime league? That's the bigger question. We we probably can't even dissect that. Uh, but Amani based in Memphis, that's, that's, all we can, that's all we can really do. All right, uh, that's yeah. the show. We'll, uh, we'll figure out something for later in the week. Um, I don't know. Yeah. It's the dog days of summer, you know what I mean? We're 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 trying to keep our head in the game, uh, but we're getting ready because we're itching for football season. And then we're at, at, once we hit football season, it's once, basically basketball uh, the season. The Chargers so. get to week one. Oh my Sage god! Stakes are going to be fired. I I am uh I am so excited for the NFL though as well. With the do the Bears come to LA? I got to look. I mean, I, I don't even know the schedule. I, I mean, I, I this was a I woke up and I am a Chargers fan. And uh, I'm not way if you know, or at least for my two year contract, in Chicago, I would have bought Bears tickets the second Justin, which I think the entire city of Chicago did. So I, I probably wouldn't. Have, Justin feels yeah. good. I uh, I saw Mike Vick saying that he loved him, too. So, you know, that's you got. Justin Fields has got good energy going, and you know I was worried he's going to get Trubisky'd, but it looks good so far. I didn't like the comment though that he said the preseason was slow. He just doesn't. He don't don't say anything. You know what I mean? Like when they ask you those questions to set you up, just say no comment, and then everyone's like, "Oh man, he's mysterious. I like him." But when you say it's slow, people are like, "I kind of want him yeah, to get hit." Yeah. You know, I I want I want I wanted to speed up for. So him. week one is uh, week one Bears at Rams. Fields isn't playing in that game. Oh, they're not. Wow. They're not throwing Fields to Aaron Donald, or Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald, Aaron Donald. Uh, they're they're not they're not throwing him out there against Donald. Yeah, I think they will. I think you let Andy Dalton get broken in half, and then Fields starts week two. Yeah, maybe 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 you let Dalton. And then Fields yeah, starts week two against Dalton. the Bengals at home. <laughs> I think that's not. A- hey, first home game for the Chargers. 
Cowboys at Chargers, September nineteenth. Let's go. <laughs> then, then, we, then, then we get the Browns at the Chargers, the Patriots at the Chargers, the Vikings at the Chargers, the Stealing Steelers at the Chargers, the Giants at the Chargers, the Chiefs at the Chargers, the Broncos at the Chargers. Over under week eight Come and a half that Tate is soliciting on the show. People to buy yeah. season tickets from. You're like, I got two available oh, for mean, this weekend. <laughs> no, it, it's it's an investment for sure. I'm like, I, I will sell these tickets. Oh. I have no problem selling these tickets. <laughs> I almost thought about getting four tickets because I was like, I'll just sell two of these every time. But no, I'm gonna get two tickets. I'm gonna sell those tickets. But I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to the Cowboys uh, game. You just straight up say at the, at the very least. Any uh, anything else before we go? And you're like, yeah, I got two this weekend. Uh, the uh, the Lions are coming to town against yep, the Chargers. Yep. Yep. Hit me up on Twitter. Yep. I will. Uh, highest hey, <laughs> Section 206. Section 206. It's going to be lit. I can't wait to see people there. I got to get my Keenan Allen jersey. I got to get it shipped out here. All right. Well, as you do that, uh, I will <laughs> I will go play Tony Hawk, and we will see you guys later this week. <laughs> see you then.